everybody and welcome to Literally, the podcast where we talk about books, what's up with the world nowadays, and everything in between. It's been a while. Hello, this is your host A. I'm back and very much alive. Thank you. Um, yeah, who? It's been a while. I'm sorry, guys. Um, things have been a bit rough with the pandemic and school and everything, but I finally got it together and told myself there are actual people who listen to this thing so you better get back on it and guess what I did I actually did um I'm just as shocked as you are (laughs) no I'm just kidding I'm just kidding um but yeah I'm back I'm glad to be back and I will try to be more consistent with posting content in here but without further ado Today, I will give you a quick rundown of some of the things that I missed um, in this period that I wasn't making episodes for the podcast. So, things that I would have commented on these past months that I didn't. So, this is what this is. Um, So, basically, like a catch-up episode thing, kind of, I guess? (laughs) Um, but yeah, let's go. Okay, so last time we spoke, I was trying to convince everybody to go vote, and thankfully people did, and now Trump is out of office. Um, well, things didn't go as smoothly as everybody hoped, because on January 6th, writers, aka white supremacists, encouraged by Trump on Twitter and different other social media platforms attacked the Capitol building on a display of domestic terrorism. What a great way to start 2021, eh, America? (laughs) Well, so, yeah, um, Trump got impeached again. Cops took pics with the terrorists because that's obviously the logical course of action. Um... Several government officials stepped down, Biden became president, and, well, um, he did some good things, and then he did some terrible things, like um, giving orders to carry out airstrikes in Syria targeting Iranian-backed militia, failed to raise the minimum wage to 15 bucks per hour um and he is continuing to deport undocumented immigrants even though he promised that his administration would not do that um in fact he has deported over 26,000 undocumented immigrants in the past two months alone which is crazy and he is doing nothing to take power from the ICE. Um, so yeah, things are not looking too great. Um, and that's why we we need to, to keep working on this. And yeah, there's the US still has a long way to go. So keep talking to your representatives, keep signing petitions, and keep being informed. Because that's the, the only way that the country and the world's gonna move forward.
Another thing that we are seeing recently is the rise of anti-Asian hate crimes. Although this isn't anything new in the US, I mean, think back to the Chinese Exclusion Act. Um, but there's this stronger wave of racism and xenophobia that is just becoming stronger by the day. And it's not just in the US, it's just, it's, um, it's in many places and it's largely connected to the pandemic and people wrongfully associating it with Asia. Um, Trump, for example, would call it the China flu, which is, um, which is xenophobic, racist, and scientifically inaccurate. But um, that's Trump for you. Um, but uh, this isn't just him. A lot of people um, are making these remarks. And pe people of Asian heritage, um, as a result, are getting harassed and assaulted and even killed because, because of their heritage, because of where they're from. Um, and it's, it's sick. And it really needs to stop. Um, but yeah, so guys, just uh, please keep educating yourself and educate others around you. And make sure that your anti-racism includes Asians too. Um, we'll also be talking about this more in the upcoming episodes. I have some nice things planned for y'all, but I, I will let you know about those later. So yeah, um, now I wanted to talk a bit about stories that are not happening in the West. Um, you know, I always told myself that this was not going to be a Eurocentric, a, um, a podcast that only focused on things that are happening in the West, but um, <laughs> I, I don't know, man, it just... It, you guys just keep making mistakes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. Um, but there are a lot of stories that are happening on the other side of the world that need some attention from you. So please listen and try to help. I don't know why I did that and why am I singing now. Anyway, so. Um, okay, so in India, mainly in the state of Punjab, Farmers have been protesting for the new laws that, um, so the new bills that, uh, were passed, um, and they've been actually protesting since September, which is a while ago. Yes, I mean, I feel, uh, I feel like this is probably something you've heard of, because a, a bunch of famous people, a bunch of celebrities commented on this and it's a great thing they did um this is what we want we want more people to get involved and get like engage in these conversations and for people to be more educated and know what's going on around them but yeah so basically the government passed these three laws that would allow farmers to sell their goods to anyone for any price instead of what they usually like what they what they did before, which is sell their goods to sell sell their goods at an auction at their state's 
Agricultural Produce Market Committee, um, where they were guaranteed to receive at least the government-agreed minimum price. Now, um, the government thinks this is a good thing because now the farmers, like, can sell their products for a higher price, so they, like, theoretically, they can earn more, but the the farmer's concern is that these laws will also allow big companies to to like buy into this market and like by doing by opening up the market to these bigger bigger companies without compensating the farmers so um these big companies are going to drive down prices and they're gonna put these farmers out of business because before it's not like they there weren't bigger like the big companies were there even before uh these laws these laws were passed but the difference is the farmers were being paid by the government but now they're not because uh the government's like well now you have an open market you can do whatever you want you can sell uh your produce but the thing is if these companies are in the market the prices are going to go down and the customers are wanting are going to want to go and buy and buy the produce from from these bigger companies because they will be the ones selling cheaper because they can afford to sell cheaper um but the farmers probably won't because they can't they can't afford to do that they can't afford to sell at a low price and what's going to happen is that sure they can survive when the demand is high or when like the demand is there but if there is too much supply if they have too much produce and uh, not enough demand they they could struggle to sell them and even have enough profit to continue producing there's a chance that will be paid less than the government minimum support price so that's but that's why this is such a big deal it's gonna put so many farmers out of business and since the vast majority of the population is made of farmers this will have a huge impact on the country socially economically politically it's it just it's a big big deal but unfortunately um this has been going on for months and months and people people have been protesting they've been on hunger strikes um and nothing has happened nothing has changed um and if you want to help if you want to do something you can sign petitions or you can donate to organizations that support these farmers and you can find those links in literally's bio um and yeah just keep yourself updated and try to help out as much as you can as much as you can (laughs) um so yeah that's that's on that now another case of major importance that is being overlooked by the west is that of the uyghurs in china so they're a muslim turkic ethnic group and about 11 million of them live in the northwestern territory of xinjiang which is in china and this is territory that is like very politically important to china but there have been several like clashes between the uyghurs and the chinese government there over the years 
Um, so basically, now China sees the Uyghurs and like the other Muslim minorities, but the Uyghurs are like the bigger one, like the group with the most uh people living there. Um, so like the Chinese government sees them as potential threats. So what they decided to do, um, what they decided was a fantastic idea was to essentially um ethnically cleanse um the territory and the Uyghur population and put them in concentration camps, assimilate their culture, um and this is essentially genocide and yeah, it's it's really terrible what's happening. And they originally claimed that there were no concentration camps. And then um, they, because uh, footage came out and people that were there came out and said, look, this is what's happening. And um, they, discovered, they, they decided to cover their butts by saying that these were not concentration camps, but these were re-educational centers. And basically, they, the Uyghurs were willingly going there to learn Chinese and like a valuable um, skills and like to be better prepared for the job market. And this was something they would do willingly, and they were so happy. And it was great. Um, <laughs> no, the, the, like that was like that was so far from the truth. Um, people there. Um, are being tortured, are being um, brainwashed. Essentially, they like they have to like to learn Mandarin. They have to listen to political speeches and learn um, um, learn about the party show that they are devoted Chinese citizens um, and the women there are also being raped and and they're being sterilized by force they're being separated from their families they have to some of them are being killed some of them have to engage in forced labor and um, if you think this is not something that affects you well, um, it really does because some of the factories where these people are working on are factories of some very important powerful brands that are known globally and like stuff that you probably wear every day or use every day. And even like the masks that we use when we go out every day because of COVID, um, a lot, some of them are produced in these factories that these Uyghur people work on. Um, because they, like, they will, will be taken from concentration camps and sent to different factories all across China. Um, so yeah. Genocide, ethnical cleansing, and forced labor.
and we are not talking about this, or at least we are not talking about this enough. And um, that is not great. <laughs> yeah, uh, remember the last time you heard the word genocide? Yeah, can you tell me what what was being discussed in that conversation? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really curious. I really want to know. Probably some guy with a weird mustache, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, the Nazis and concentration camps? Yeah, that's basically what's happening here, but no one cares. Um, I mean, that's a bit exaggerated, but people, people are not doing enough. And um, it's something that, like, really, like, really affects you. It affects me. And I think that we should do something about it. And you can do some things about it. You cannot donate, but you can sign petitions. You can um, talk to people in a position of power. You can talk to your representatives. You can talk to um, Muslim le leaders in your community if you're Muslim. And yeah, there's a lot of things that you can do. Um, to help, so never say that, 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 that your voice is not important and that you cannot do anything because you definitely can if you really want to. And you'll be able to find more resources on Literally's Instagram page. Like always, the, everything will be linked. Um, I'll even try to, to add stuff on the description of this podcast, but I don't know if I'll be able to do that. Either way, I'm going to try um, and you'll see if I'm going to be able to achieve that. Um, but yeah. Jeez, I am a lot. <laughs> I am really sorry. But, okay, okay. Now, on to slightly more cheerful news. It is Black History Month! Yay! Now you're going to say, wait, a... It's almost March. February, February was Black History Month. I think you're a bit late. Yes, technically I am. But hey, um, every month is Black History Month. Every month is Asian History Month. Every month is Indigenous um, People History Month. So I am never late. And you are never late to learn more about people's history. So I will be coming to you with a list, with another list of book recommendations by black authors um, celebrating black culture and black stories and black voices and black joy so keep an eye out for that I promise that I won't be gone for months this time um, I will hopefully upload that either next week or the week after that so keep an eye out for that I'm really gonna try to be consistent and give you guys content and I'm planning some, some cool things in the upcoming months, especially around Pride. So that's gonna be great. I, I already know it. I'm gonna I'm gonna work really hard to give something cool to you guys around that time. So happy Black History Month and um I think I'm gonna give you, yes, I'm gonna give you 
a short list of cool people you should follow and listen to their podcasts and watch their videos because they're very amazing. They're black creators and they're pretty cool. You should check them out. Oh, and actually, if, well, um, I'm gonna, everything's gonna be linked on Literally's Instagram. You already know that. But let me give a quick shout out to the Storygraph, which, I mean, your book people. Obviously, that's why you follow me, I think. I don't know. But basically, if you're, if you are like a regular reader and you're, you probably already know about Goodreads. Now, this thing is called the Story Graph, and it's really cool. It's really great. It's basically it's basically Goodreads but better, um, and it was created by a black woman, which is fantastic. So, if you want to have a an app where you, where you track your reading, your reading progress, but you don't want it to be associated with Jeff Bezos and Amazon, because if you didn't know, Goodreads is run by Amazon, which, and like, I've been using Goodreads for years, and I'm really not proud to say that, but it's, like, it was, like, the one way, like, I could do online tracking of books that I read, but now... There's a story graph, and if you're, like, if you already have this huge library on Goodreads, and, like, you don't want to lose the progress, there's an option where you can transfer everything you have on Goodreads to the story graph. So, I think that you should capitalize on that opportunity and go support this amazing creator. Um, because it's very cool. It's a very cool thing. I think that there's an app for iPhones, but I don't think there's one for Androids. Either way, the website's pretty cool, so you can use that. That's what I do, um, or what I've been doing lately, because um, I'm also pretty new to this, but yeah. If you want to do that, uh, that there's, there's an option for you. Now, one of those creators that I really wanted to check out is Shakira White, and she has this podcast called black history moments which is like perfect if you want to learn more about black history because uh she delves like she has specific episodes dedicated to a specific topic a specific black history moment and they're just really really great really empowering stories and like it's the perfect bite-sized piece of history for you to consume every friday it's like the perfect way to learn more and definitely check out this podcast it's really 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 cool um i I mean i've been listening to it myself um and they're now and she's now on um her second season with a podcast um definitely keeping up with the the work um way more than i do but yeah just really great content you guys should check it out black history moments 
another really cool podcaster is Mark Lamont Hill with his podcast Coffee and Books, where he talks about books <laughs> over coffee. And it's really cool. I've only heard a couple of his episodes over there, but from 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 my experience they're really really cool um in one of them in particular he was actually talking to the author of why fragility robin d'angelo and yeah that's basically what he does he talks he he discusses different books um and not just like reading the book and discussing what the book's about but how like the author came to write the book what the situation was behind that like not just reading the book but reading on the book or about the book and yeah it's just like a casual thing like we do but it's like like way more well put together and very well produced like if you guys go um to listen to his podcast to coffee and books you're definitely gonna gonna drop mine <laughs> and you, as you should um because it's definitely definitely some great content in there so yeah check it out coffee and books okay now for the booktuber recommendations Okay, we have Seiji over at the Artisan Geek, Nor Noria at Noria Reads, Christina at Christina Marie, Francina at Francina Simone, and Chanel at Chanel Time. These ladies are all amazing. And oh my god, I forgot I forgot about Joel at over at Fictional Fates, who is also great and amazing and the Mona says that I said that these ladies these ladies are amazing I remembered about Joel so yes check him out as well check all these people out they're great they create content so yeah do that I hope you have found a great podcast to listen to or a great content creator Who's content to consume <laughs> and yes I this is pretty much all I had planned for today um I am back and I'm here to stay that kind of rhymed and it was weird anyway <laughs> I hope that you got some information about what's going on around the world and I hope you are as pumped as me for the upcoming episodes because they're going to be very, very cool, if I do say so myself. Um, and yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I hope, I hope they're going to turn out cool. Um, but yeah, I'm going to I'm going to work on that. And um, we are not going to have this much of a break between episodes ever again because that's just that was that was too much and I'm really sorry guys um but yeah I think that 
this episode is pretty short. It's like way shorter than my usual things are, which is probably good for you guys because you probably don't. Is my voice annoying? I feel like my voice is a bit annoying, but I enjoy doing this and uh, I'm really grateful that you keep listening to me basically talk to myself about current political issues and books <laughs> so that's really great i'm uh, great that we have created this bond between us and next time for you book lovers out there and the people that are here to listen to to get book recommendations that's the episode for you we're gonna i'm gonna give you some books by black authors that you're gonna love because i love them and they're great they're just amazing and mwah, chef's kiss so yeah now i am going to go and i'm gonna thank you guys again for being here with me and sticking with me even though i disappeared for like three months or something anyway um Bye, I guess. <laughs>for listening to this episode of Literally. Literally is a bi-weekly podcast that strives to educate people about current issues and provide them with reading material to continue that education further. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and leave a rating or review. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at literally underscore podcast or ask us questions through email at literally.podcast.lit at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.